This is RJ Carbone, and you're listening to BD4. Anthony for three. Bang! That one goes this down. one by Mattingly. Oh, hang on to it. RJ Barrett does it again from downtown. He is just tearing the Orioles apart. It's good. Oh. It's good. Randall gets the bounce, and he there ties the game. He sends up thunder. Got it. For a pass left. A grand slam the other way for Aaron Judge. Give it three. Creates. And showing some dexterity as well with the left hand. Yankees win! Yankees win! All right. What is happening? What is going on, everybody? I am your host, RJ Carbone. And you are listening to or maybe watching episode 348 of BD4. Where there's no better way to get your Yankees and Knicks analysis. We also do MMA now too. Yankees every series. Knicks every game. MMA on the weekends. If you're new to the show, if you're new to the podcast, welcome to BD4. You can find the podcast on many platforms. Your usual listening platforms such as Apple Podcasts, uh, Spotify, SoundCloud, Anchor, Stitcher, Google Podcasts, you know, the usual. You can also watch the video format of this show on YouTube and on Spotify. If you want to follow me on Facebook, I'm on RJ Carbone, r.j.carbone. And if you want to follow me on Instagram, that's at the handle, at Rob J. Carbone. At Rob J. Carbone. Um, yeah. If you also want to uh, read along with my blog, well, I write for Ultimate Sports Networks. And my blog is titled The Bomber Bocker Blog. So you can all you can go to ultimatesportsnetworks.com and search the Bomber Bocker blog, or you can go to the link ultimatesportsnetworks.com forward slash author forward slash RJ dash carbone. Either or is fine. And when you do subscribe to the Bomber Bocker blog on Ultimate Sports Networks, be sure to do so using code six. A two eight four one E R J C. All right, so be sure to use promo code six A two eight four one E R J C. This way, you get full access to every article. You get a discount on merch and a discount overall for being a subscriber seven ninety nine a month. So. With that all out of the way, um, yeah, welcome to the show. Thank you for joining us. Again, I am your host, RJ. As I'm recording, it is Sunday the 27th. The Knicks played earlier today this afternoon. It's a nice matinee, a 3.30 matinee. wonder if this was on uh, ESPN and I didn't even notice. I've been watching um, on MSG again because I know for a while... I had to watch 
the um most of the games on some sketchy website because I didn't have a subscription to Fubo or anything like that. But I figured something out to where I can watch every game again because I'm an Xfinity subscriber, so I don't have the MSG anymore. But I figured it out. I figured it out because if you use the MSG uh, app or MSG.go, MSGGo.com, whatever it is, if you use MSG, all you have to do is have an account for either DirecTV or Fubo or whatever. You don't actually have to have a plan. As long as you have an account, you can get it for free on MSG. The app. So, yeah, I've been watching on uh, MSG again, thankfully. Get to hear Breen and Clyde again. Those are the best. It's the best duo in the game. So it's good to be back there. Because I could, I was, you know, before that, most of the season I was, you know, paying 70 a month for Fubo TV just to get the the one Knicks network that I wanted to watch. Didn't really use the other channels. And then after a while, I was like, I'm not paying 70. This, like, last month or two, I was like, I'm done. I'm done paying for this shit product of a team. And so I was just, like, hopping around different sites, sketchy-ass sites, and... Um, I caught the games on TV only when they were you know, on national TV. You know, but um, yeah, I'm back. <laughs> it was, it was, it was annoying, but yeah, thankfully I figured it out, and I'm um, watching it on MSG again. But um, I was also watching something earlier today, before the Nick game. I was watching the Yankees game, but I was also listening to a podcast as I was watching the Yankees game, which I think it's the number two podcast in the world right now. Behind Rogan. Trigger word. Um, uh, Nelk Boys. They've got a podcast, uh, Full Send. And I was listening to their most recent episode, I believe, with uh, Colby Covington. This was a fantastic... I really like what these guys have to say. They've had everybody on their show. Um, they get these big-time guests. They've had, they had a friggin' Trump before... Um, you know, leftist YouTube removed it for no reason. They had Candace, Candace Owens. Uh, they had Kamaru Usman. They've had Trump Jr. They've had Robert O'Neill. They've had, I think they've had Alex Jones. A lot of right conservative guys, but they, they, they really, you know, whoever's cool to come on, they'll get on. They've got no agenda. If you watch these, actually, if you actually watch their episodes, they are just dudes with common sense who speak their minds and they believe what they want to. But it's not even like controversial shit. And they had Covington on earlier, and it was a great episode. Now this was before the the whole Covington Jorge incident. Um, it was like I'm gonna say it was recently though, very recently, because they were talking about his most recent fight against Jorge, and um. Yeah, he was saying some pretty funny shit, pretty good good stuff. So definitely check that out. Yeah. And then obviously this weekend we were also watching UFC Columbus. Yeah. Which was a good card. I, I enjoyed it, especially the end. The last four fights were awesome. Um, the majority, the whole thing was, was fine overall. But it got even better. I mean, there were some really, really good performances. The Kai Kara France performance was awesome. I won some money on that. I, I was so annoyed because I 
put down very little on car friends because I'm like, oh, he's a mega underdog. There's no way he's going to win this. The odds are so against him. Why would I waste so much money? You know, so I'll just put a little bit down. And if I win, it's a decent payout. And he ends up winning. And I'm like, damn, had I put down even like a little bit more money, the payout would have been tremendous. But yeah, he won. Um, obviously, the main event was great. Uh, the Grasso fight was great. That Chris Gutierrez fight was awesome. I'm missing a, a couple because there were some really good, phenomenal performances. But yeah, we'll talk more about UFC Columbus. We, we there's a good chance we'll have a, a recap of that card sometime this week. You know, do a little MMA Saturday in the middle of the week, talking about the UFC card that took place this past Saturday. So we'll have that out for you. Right now, um, I gotta check. It's part of my. It's not a featured parlay on the show, but I do have a parlay of it. Of this Nets game, it's Kyrie's first game back at home. And uh, let me just check. I just want to check the score. Yeah, he's not getting it. Yeah, damn it. <laughs> I had like a seven, no, like a six pick parlay. Kyrie's not doing it. It's his first home game back. He's not doing well. Um. Yeah, he's finally allowed to play at home. You know, because these last few weeks slash months have been totally different with COVID than today, the 27th, right? It's just flip-flopped. Better late than never, right? But yeah, it's his first home game. He gets to play in front of um, of all 13 Nets fans, so good for him. But yeah, let's let's get to it. Let's head to our first break. When we get back... We'll talk about this most recent Knicks win. Three in a row and now. I believe it's three in a row. Uh, the Knicks beat the Pistons 104-102. We'll talk about it. Stay with us. Be right back. Hey, guys. So I've noticed that only a small portion of you who watch BD4 on YouTube are actually subscribed. So if you do enjoy this podcast and maybe you want to be notified when new episodes release, I'd consider subscribing and also hitting that notification bell. This way, we can help the channel grow, and you won't miss a single episode of BD4. Alright, let's get back to it. All right, welcome back to the show. I am your host, RJ Carbone. You are listening to episode 338 of the podcast tonight. Let's talk about this one. The Knicks picked up a win earlier today. Going into Detroit, picked up a 104-102 win at the end of the day. Looking for three in a row, and they got it. You know, this is a Pistons team who, you know, they're a 20-win team right now. Not good, but they've been better lately. Even the games that they have not won lately, they've lost by very little. Uh, Randy came back today, 20 points, 7 rebounds. Knocked down a nice three-pointer at the end there. Quentin Grimes out with uh, that knee, barking, which hopefully hasn't become a bigger issue. 
knee things are a problem. I don't want to start hearing the the S word come come into play here because we are at the end of the season. Got the summer break coming up. I don't know. I have a bad feeling. Uh, Mitch back in the starting lineup today. Led the team with five blocks. A lot of other solid contributions around the board too. Quickly was great. We'll talk about him more. 18 points. We'll get to that. R.J. Barrett made some timely timely baskets at the end. Led the team with 21 points. Um, Burks made some clutch plays on both ends of the floor. He had 18 points. He connects on that corner three. And then he gets the big stop, the final possession of the game. And I do give Tibbs some credit there. You know, because uh, for executing, <laughs> for, for, uh, for, you know, that Burks three, finally executing in, um, in, in ATO offense there. Because that's been one of our uh, flaws. It's been one of his flaws as a head coach, is that he doesn't have the greatest ATO offense. Uh, but the Knicks execute a big time action for Burks, and for a change, you know, they execute. It puts them up 104 to 100 at the time. Um, you've got RJ t- attacking baseline. He gives it up to IQ. IQ gives it up to Randall. Randall, driving kick, hits up Burks in the left corner. Burks with a swish. And, yeah, it was an okay win. You know, he gets the big defensive stop at the end, and uh, it was cool. Nothing super exciting. You know, it was nothing that I was thrilled. I wasn't thrilled watching this game with super excitement like I had been the past couple of nights. You know, I was having a lot of fun watching the youth movement the last couple of games. The Knicks were getting out running. They were moving the ball making a true effort to play with some speed and athleticism. Randy comes back. We play today at a much slower pace. You know, the ISO-heavy offense is back. Very uh, handoff-heavy with Julius and Evan. Just, you know, stale, I guess, once again. Very, very bland. Not much of a rhythm to it. Second quarter, I thought, was a great example of that. You had Obi and Quickly pushing the tempo, running the running the open court game, just being very active out there, moving. Midway through the period, they helped the Knicks get up to a 20-something, 20 20-point 20 lead, maybe a 21-point lead at the time, just being very active. Randall checks in. That lead dwindles all the way down to 12 points by halftime. To wrap up the half, Randall has another what the hell are you doing moment. I don't even know what he was doing. <laughs> Just trying. I mean, he was trying to play hero, obviously, if you go back and watch that final possession. But the third quarter was kind of a continuation of the final six minutes or so of that second quarter. The Knicks just slow as molasses out there. It was iso ball again with Randall. RJ getting completely ignored and iced out again. He had 14 points at half. Finished the third with 14 points. And he had maybe one or two, he had two attempts, I think, the entire quarter. And one of them came within the first two minutes of the period. So after that, he had nothing. And he didn't even have any free throw attempts either. So it wasn't like he was getting fouled to take away from the field goal attempts. No, 
he was literally getting zero touches in that third quarter because we were so focused on Randall. And on the flip side, Randall had five attempts from the field. He was one for five and four free throw attempts. He was two for four. So he was getting plenty of his touches. But fortunately, at the end there, um, RJ does get featured more in the fourth quarter. He leads with seven points in the fourth and leads his team to the win. He was getting into the paint again in the period, flashing the right hand even, the left hand. He did have a few rough moments at the end there. There's that one sequence where he gets he gets beat on a blow-by late. I don't know who it was. I think it might have been Cade Cunningham who finished with 18 points. And then he goes back on the other end, and he isos the entire possession away and um, throws up a brick on Cade Cunningham. Other than that, all in all, it was uh, an okay performance. He finishes with 21 points, 9 rebounds, 1 assist, 1 steal. Led the team in minutes. Um... Yeah, you know, I think these last couple of nights, recently, even even you know beyond the last couple of nights, the good thing is that he's still scoring, like we always say. But you know, eventually, he's gotta improve that jumper. I think he's gotta work on that jumper this summer, man. And it can't always be the finishing. You know, when that left isn't there, RJ is gonna have to eventually develop another go-to. We talk all the time about the mid-range, right? But it would be nice to see him develop it. I know it's not a three-point shot. Um, you know, the analytics say it's an inefficient attempt. But we see him have okay success at the three-line. So you figure if he takes two or three steps in, that chance goes up. I would just like to see him develop any kind of jumper. You know, that would really help his efficiency. Because I, I just don't want him to become this volume scorer who is predictable defensively, if you're a defender. But overall, again, it was a so-so day. It was good to see Tibbs stagger some of RJ's minutes, playing him away from Randall. And, you know, for a portion of this game, he was... I, I loved seeing him run with his second unit on the break. But yeah, it was an okay game for him. Randall's final line, he had 20 points, 7 rebounds, 5 assists. He shot 7 for 18, as did RJ. Um, he was his usual self offensively, like we just talked about. And uh, defensively, uh, <laughs> his usual self, uh, maybe with a little more effort. But I thought Bagley was just completely bossing him around. The first quarter, Bagley made it a goal. He made it a goal of his to establish himself early and I think he had about four makes already in the first. Um, and he posterized him later in the game with that and one dunk. Finished with a game-high 27 points, did Bagley. He's playing well with his new team. And, you know, it just sucked because, like, Obi Toppin has been playing so well lately. And he played again today. Played well again. This was his fourth consecutive game with at least 10 points. You know, again, he's playing faster, playing that athletic game that he likes. He's literally the anti-Randall, right? The, his play style, he likes to get out on the break, making cuts and penetrating today in the half-court offense, exploiting mismatches, and, you know, he had a big second quarter, had that reverse dunk. But again, just 16 minutes today, and that's a damn shame. You know, his upside 
for as long as he and Randall share the team, the same team, his upside is going to be blocked because they're paying a role player max money. So, you know, it's politics. What are you going to do, man? We speak about it enough. I don't want to get too much into that again. But I'm happy to at least see guys like quickly continue to thrive and get big minutes. That's a positive. He played 31 minutes today. And he continues to play well. 18 more points, 6 rebounds, 3 assists, 6 for 15 on field goals, 4 of 9 on his 3s in particular, and 2 of 2 at the line. Quickly continues to play well. He's just playing with so much confidence, so much swagger. I want to get to it when we get back from break. Stay with us. So if you guys want to follow me on social media, be sure to do so right now. I'm on Facebook at RJ Carbone. And I'm also on Instagram at Rob J Carbone. Once again, if you want to find me on Facebook, that is RJ Carbone. Instagram at Rob J Carbone. So BD4 is on so many platforms to listen to. You can listen to us on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, SoundCloud. You can listen to us on Spotify. You can find us on our sponsor, Anchor, and many other listening platforms as well, wherever you get your podcasts. But we are also available to watch on YouTube. So if you want to watch us on YouTube, go subscribe there. But if you prefer to listen to us, again, many, many, many listening platforms. Just be sure to subscribe, download, give us a rating, a review, comment, share the podcast, and all that fun stuff. This is BD4, where there's no better way to get your Yankees and Knicks analysis. All right, folks. Now, if you are listening to BD4 on Apple Podcasts, be sure to give us a five-star rating and a review, if you so please. So once again, this is if you are listening to BD4 on Apple Podcasts, give us a five-star rating and review. Thank you. Manuel Quickly, man. Like I said, his confidence is through the roof. At the moment. Welcome back to the show. Um, yeah, through the roof. He had 18 points tonight, like I said. I would love to see him become the starting point guard in these final, what, eight games or something like that? But, you know, it's eight games. At this point, I think Tibbs is just going to stick with the, what he's stuck with the rest of the way. And, you know, at least he is getting minutes, you know. At least he is getting closing minutes. He's in these closing lineups. And I do understand that without Derrick Rose, especially, you need that spark off the bench. And I guess it has to be quickly at the moment. But I just also think starting games off has kind of become like shoved under the rug. That's important too. You know, and I actually think that quickly would really make the starting unit 
look pretty competent offensively. Or at least he could. I mean, I, I think we talk about all the time his chemistry with Julius Randle when they share the floor. Right? Randle's screening helps open up a lot of windows for quickly. Um, and even quickly will show some screening for Randle at times. You know, he could help Randall get out on the open floor more and kind of run with the rest of the younger core. Um, he already plays that full court game with RJ, right? I think he and Mitch work well in pick and roll. He'd have Fournier playing off the ball more, which is what we want. So, you know, point guard, not a point guard, whatever. I say just let him go out there and ball out with that first unit. It'd be nice to see. I guess the big question there, aside from having somebody to lead the bench unit, would be, can you still stagger IQ so he gets his fair share of minutes with Obi? Right, because Obi has, uh, uncoincidentally, if that's even a word, started to play much better around the same co- around the same time excuse me that Emmanuel quickly has too we know they've got a great chemistry they play very well together they've done that since both of them were drafted but yeah quickly's point guard play has been on a clear upswing for sure three more assists today three more assists is nothing it's nothing crazy but the Knicks also shot 40% so he was making you know Smart passes, making great reads on the defense, continuing to really direct traffic. As you can see him orchestrate guys into their spots and get the offense into sets. We also saw that leadership moment. If you were watching the MSG telecast, they panned to quickly during the game where he was on the bench with a, with a tablet, you know, breaking down some plays with Jericho, I think Deuce and Obi. Excuse me. Um, you know, Bream was mentioning, excuse me, Bream was mentioning uh, how, how you know, IQ has kind of developed this uh, chemistry with the guys and he kind of jokes around and calls them his rookies, which is pretty funny. But yeah, speaking of Sims, my dude, man, he, he continues to be a factor. I, I've always, I've been a big Sims fan all season long, ever since Summer League I was talking about. Um, it's becoming a consistent part of his game where he's racking up these six-plus rebound outings. You go back, you know, over a week ago, a few weeks ago, he had 10 against the Nets, seven against Portland the next game, six against Washington, six against the Utah Jazz, um, one against the Hawks, three against the Hornets, but then seven against the Heat, and then eight more today against Charlotte. Was it Charlotte? No, who'd we play? We're talking about the Pistons, sorry. (laughs) So, eight rebounds, one steal, a block, and even an assist in there tonight, today, in 18 minutes. So, it's very consistent. He's a very consistent rebounder. We're starting to see that. He's a very strong rebounder. He's got a lot of strength, this kid. Plays great defense. He's starting to position himself a lot better, which is something he struggled with when he first started to get this playing time. You know, and when he was playing in spurts, he was struggling with learning the NBA scheme a little bit. But his defense is on point. His rim protection solid. His pick and roll defense is there. It's very solid. He's making good recoveries, you know, back down to the rim or back up to the top when he needs to. And what did I tell you, people, man? I told you this. 
you know, you you guys were all were not most of us were on board with playing the kids, but a lot of you, you know, oh, G League this, not ready that, you know, you're gonna hurt his development, blah 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 blah. No, no, this is actually how you develop players. I'm sorry, this is how it works. You know, stashing him in the G League. No, that's not the answer. Let the, let him struggle if he's gonna struggle. Let him thrive. Let him learn at this level. I've always been for jumping right into the middle of the fire. That's just the way I've always been. No better way right now to prepare than jumping right into it, in my opinion. Now this, the Knicks aren't some championship contending team cont- you know, looking to compete in the, you know, for a deep playoff run here. <laughs> They're a team out of contention with young draft picks that need to be evaluated, developed, for whatever reason going forward. So that's why he needs to be on the court. And so I'm glad he is. Right? And I think he's playing well. And I'm not looking at the offense right now. I'm not looking at the offense one bit. To tell you the truth. Um, I don't look at offense much with centers in you know in general. But for Sims, you know, who just started getting a bigger role, is still a rookie, a very raw one at that. Still learning the NBA offense. That part comes later. Okay. I worry about that later. And, you know, maybe later in year two, more like year three. You know, right? I mean, it's like with Mitch. I never started talking about Mitch's offense until this season. So, yeah, I I just love the job he's doing, Jericho. Um, He's basically taken Noel's spot, which I don't even know where Noel is. We don't even get updates on this guy anymore, thankfully. Um... But yeah, he's like kind of like a Noel 2.0, the way he plays too. I call him a young Chandler. Uh, I, I've thrown that Jared Allen comparison out there before. You know, like a backup version. Um, but the question is, though, what is his role? You know, long term at least. What, what, you know, we're talking about Noel's placement right now, replacement. But what about, you know, this could be potentially Mitchell Robinson's replacement. I want to talk more about that for, you know, for a brief minute or two. When we get back from break, stay with us. Hey guys, I hope you're enjoying this episode. But first, I also want to let you know I have another blog. The blog I'm writing for is on ultimatesportsnetworks.com titled The Bomber Bocker Blog. If you want to go subscribe to this blog, you should do so using my promo code 6 a 2 E-R-J-C. Using that, you'd get a discount, $7.99 a month, to get the best Knicks and Yankees opinionated content around. Once again, guys, the Bomber Bocker blog on UltimateSportsNetworks.com using promo code 6A2841ERJC, $7.99 a month. All right, welcome back to the show. Again, you're listening to episode 348 of PD4. I am your host, RJ. RJ Carbone. Now, let's talk about it because Mitch is obviously, at the moment, more of an expendable piece than anything. He's entering free agency, most likely. He seems like a guy who is 
going after the money as opposed to loyalty. And I'm not knocking him for that, by the way. Um, but yeah, you're seeing Tibbs play Sims these big minutes to get a longer look at him here down the stretch. I think there's a very good shot. We've talked about it that Mitch walks or again, he's also a pretty valuable piece. You can use him in a signing trade. To get your point guard, right? Obviously, there's all that talk about the kid in Dallas, Brunson. So, a lot of questions here. Definitely a lot of questions. Because Mitch is valuable. You can use him as a trade chip. So, that move's going to depict a lot more than we think. It's going to open up some avenues. But we'll, we'll, we'll get into that more. You know, we'll get into the offseason stuff as the season comes to a close here. You know, we won't get into all that yet. But I just wanted to bring that up because it, it, there's a very good chance that Sims is at least a stopgap next season while we look for our big of the future. You know, does Mitch walk or do we you know, execute a sign and trade in the summer? Um, but again, as for now, it was a nice win. <laughs> it's funny. <laughs> I, um... I don't usually comment anymore on the internet, but I commented nice win on on this Knicks fan page. And then somebody's always offended somehow at anything. And then this dude answered, he responded, I go, nice win. That's it. I said, nice win. And then I talked a little bit about RJ. And he goes, nice win. Blah, 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 blah. You just blew 21 points to a bad team. Nice win. I'm like, really? You're, you're gonna? This is what you're taking from what I'm saying? I just casually threw nice win in front of what I had to say, you know. And I'm going. I, I just kind of just fucking when I'm going back and forth for a little bit. I'm like, okay, whatever. I, you took it too serious. And he's like, that doesn't mean your comments idiotic. I'm like, okay, buddy, get out of here. And then I go back and forth for a couple minutes with him. Um, let me see if I can pull it up here. It's just, it's, it's amazing. He goes, nice win. Almost blowing a 20-point lead to the Pistons. And I'm like, you may have taken that part of the comment a little too seriously. He goes, well, commenting idiotic, delusional comments like that gets you, gets you that type of response. I'm like, I'm like, I don't really think it's idiotic to casually say nice win after a win. But hey, project your inner anger. He goes, well, it is. You almost blew a 21-point lead to one of the worst teams in the league. A win is a win, but it's not a nice win. I'm like, yeah, no, I disagree. I thought it was a nice win. A bad team almost blowing another a lead to another bad team isn't that shocking. He goes, well, at least you know you're a bad team. I'm like, I don't play for the Knicks. And he goes, congratulations. I don't think anyone wants to. I'm like, thanks. Just figured it was nice to nitpick back. I can't answer that. That's something we'll have to see in the offseason. <laughs> but it's just like, really? People make that big of a deal. They look for something to be mad about. They look for something to be upset about. And that right there is why I don't make a lot of comments on the internet. <laughs> nice win. That got that, that generated that angry response. Nice win. And then I, I gave some you know, positive criticism on RJ Barrett to follow up. 
and I get some guy commenting on the two words at the top of what I had to say. <laughs> nice one. All right, so a win. We'll call it. It was a win for the Knicks. Um, wasn't as fun. You know, I, I was hoping that Randy, um, excuse me, would be held back a little longer, held out a little longer, so we could actually be watching the younger players get extended minutes and play their style of basketball. You know, a bit more of a streamlined approach here would have been cool, <laughs> right? But it is what he is. It is what it is. He's back. We move on. Uh, I guess we got to look forward to tomorrow night. As which, as you're listening to this, it's probably two nights. Um, but yeah, so let, let's get to our final break. Get back. We'll get into the question of the day, which we still have not yet gotten into, and then we'll wrap it up with RJ's parlay after that. All right. Stay with us. We will be right back. A custom wall tapestry is a surefire way to uplift any room's aesthetics with a personal touch. This 100% polyester wall tapestry comes with hemmed edges for extra durability while its mildew and water resistant properties ensure years worth of decorating bliss. The advanced tapestry printing techniques guarantee crisp detail even for the craziest of designs in any of the multiple size choices. You can select a size of 26 by 36 inches, 51 by 60, 68 by 80, and 88 by 104. These wall tapestries usually ship in 7 to 10 business days, and the price ranges from $24.99 to $69.99, all dependent on the size you select. The Bomber Bocker blog wall tapestries come in orange, gray, and black. But most importantly, be sure when purchasing a wall tapestry for the Bomber Bocker blog that you use promo code 6A28412 E R J C 6A28412 E R J C just go to ultimatesportsnetworks.com and click on the shop MVP tab searching the Bomber Bocker blog and there you have it Welcome back to the show, episode 348 of the podcast, Welcome to BD4, where there's no better way to get your Yankees and Knicks analysis, and we also do MMA now too. Yankees every series, Knicks every game, MMA on the weekends. For episode 348, our NYYNYK MMA question of the day. True or false question for you. True or false, Dick McGuire was the first Nick head coach to lead the team to 50 wins. True or false, Dick McGuire was the first Nick head coach to lead the team to 50 wins. So let me know the answer. 
true or false. Wherever you can reach me, reach out to me. Let me know the answer. If you get it correct, I'll give you your social media handle. Maybe you got a podcast or a blog that you want me to shout out. I'll give you a shout out. I'll plug it in the next episode for you. If you at least attempt to guess the answer, you may not get it right, but if you attempt, well, I'll let you know what the answer is in the next episode. All right? So thanks for tuning into the show. I appreciate it. Before we wrap it up, let's get to our final segment of the show. And let's talk about it. <laughs> let's talk about it. Let's get to RJ's parlay. We'll get to it right now. Welcome to RJ's Parlay, where my degenerate self breaks down tonight's big parlay. If I miss, it's not surprising. If I hit, I'll probably lose it all tomorrow night, because that's how this works. Welcome to RJ's Parlay. Tonight's big parlay. We did this one on the Nick game. (laughs) Um... As you can see here, seven pick parlay. We hit six out of the seven once again. That's usually the way it goes, man. You get so close, but that one messes it up. We had New York covering the plus seven and a half against the Pistons. That was an alternate spread. We got that because they won. We had the over on 205 and a half alternate points, which I think they just hit that. Um, Barrett. Over on 19 and a half alternate points. We just hit that. Barrett. I actually think I might have had over on 14 and a half. I'm not sure. Over on three and a half alternate rebounds. Hit that. We hit the over on two and a half alternate assists. Did not hit that. That's what botched it. And the other two, Fournier over on 1.5 alternate threes made. And then Cunningham hit the over on 14 and a half alternate points. We hit both of those. <laughs> and there was a plus 194. <coughs> Excuse me. So it was one assist. I believe I was two assists, actually. Two assists shy um, from cashing this. But it's all right because I won. Uh, I did win another one, a side bet on the same Knicks game. So subtract what I lost from this one. It's not that much of a winning, but it is. It was nice. It was it was a win. Um, and then I lost this one against the Nets just now. So, um, But yeah, that's it, guys. Thank you for tuning in. Again, I am your host, RJ Carbone. This has been episode 348 of the podcast. I appreciate you tuning in. If you are new here to the show, again, be sure to subscribe, download the episodes, share it on social media with your friends. You all know the business. Follow me on social media. All that stuff. So thanks for tuning in. Again, episode 348. We'll have 349 out pretty soon. Obviously, we're going to be talking about the Nick game tomorrow night, which, again, should be tonight as you are listening. And then we'll talk probably, we might get that 
it'll it'll either be included in 349 or maybe it'll be 350 maybe 351 when we talk about ufc columbus and recap this past weekend but we'll see we'll see where that goes um but yeah thanks for tuning in to 348 here again talk some nicks in this episode and that's all i have i'm your host rj carbone and i'm signing out i'll see you the next one ciao This podcast is brought to you by Anchor. It's the best way to make a podcast. Download the Anchor app or go to anchor.fm.